Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, to Ben and Skin Show 105.3. The fan Tolo still coming up, and we love it. It's good to meet folks that listen to the station and interact with us. Uh, love it if you had that radio.com app on your phone so you never have to miss any of any of the shows. But we're at the Lovers Greenville Pluckers right now. Uh, get on out here for lunch. We had a real great lunch pop. Uh, at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, there was a lot of folks yeah. here. Uh, but if you come in now, you can grab you a table as the initial lunch crowd has made their way out the door. We're out of G-Bag flags, but we do have Tolo stickers. So oh, we got a bunch of stickers left. You need a Tolo sticker just like everyone else. Put it on your car yeah. so uh, everyone can have that knowing nod in traffic that, hey, I'm a Tolo, you're a Tolo, badass. A little identification there. You know you're with your peeps. Uh, we, we'll find out what the G-Bag Nation is doing today. I believe they're out on the road, and they'll give us an update on flags where they are so do keep your ears to the speaker for that and then also know that you know brand new hour that means it's another chance for one of our listeners to possibly win a thousand dollars be listening we'll give you the word to text in and at that moment you will be in the mix so don't go anywhere uh be dialed in right here every thursday we're at a different pluckers and at one o'clock we start looking ahead to sunday's game the cowboys play the jets right here on 105.3 the fan it's the 320 kickoff on Sunday, and it's time once again for KT's Jets Cowboys Red Band Trailer. Thank you very much, Skin. I appreciate it. I think everyone's main concern was uh, was with the running back last week, right? Yes. Aaron Jones running all over him. Well, we got Le'Veon yes. Bell this week. Le'Veon Bell, 194 of his yards. Okay. Well, 200 uh, 194 of his 206. So all but 12 of his rushing yards this year have come. After first contact, basically what that means is he gets hit, and then in all of his yards are after he gets hit, okay. meaning he has no open space to run. Right. Wow. That's impressive then. He's fighting to get back to the line of scrimmage most times. He's Tough averaging 2.9 yards per carry, and most of his yards are after he's been hit. So he's getting hit simultaneously as he's receiving a handoff. Yeah. Now, it's tough. A lot of that could be because of Luke Falk, but a part of that could be because of their offensive line. And, fellas... Who is the offensive line coach of the New York Jets? Oh, Steve. Is it, is it that guy that we got rid of, Paul, uh, Paul Blart? It is not Paul Alexander. Yeah. It is Frank Pollock, oh. former Dallas Cowboy offensive line coach. Now, Looking like Will Ferrell. Yeah. If you guys remember, on the Amazon series All or Nothing, Frank Pollock famously, I think, pissed off Jason Garrett. Uh-huh. And a meeting about the anthem. They were talking about how they handled the anthem on that Arizona Monday night game. And here's the footage of Frank Pollock calling out the Cowboys coaching staff and Jason Garrett. Why can't we just focus on the task at hand? Here's what I think got Frank Pollock fired. Okay, I want to take about two minutes and talk about something that's a sensitive topic. Obviously, we had the deal in the pregame last week with the Arizona game. And I'll give you my 20-second synopsis of how we got there. We tried to have very honest, thoughtful conversations with our players. We got a real sense after the Trump comments that guys were going to take a knee. Uh, we, we were hoping that guys wouldn't take a knee. 
And so we tried to come up with an alternative plan for them uh, to protest, do whatever they wanted to do without doing it during the national anthem. So that's how we got to where we were. What happened to blocking out the f noise? Who gives a f what the president says? Let's get our focus on what we're trying to do. All this is doing is distracting us what we're trying to f accomplish. And we're just prolonging it and making it worse by making a mountain out of a f molehill. <laughs> All right, so that's so, not his best moment. So it's not his best moment. It, number one, it shows he's an idiot and not realizing how big of an issue it was for the players, for the team, for the world. Number two, it's incredibly disrespectful to Garrett. Garrett is the one who's shining a huge spotlight on this, saying it's a big deal and it matters. He's basically saying, hey, Garrett, you idiot, let's focus on football. How about that, buddy? <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I say one thing in Frank Pollock's defense? Was he? Did he feel like it was okay once Garrett positioned it as, hey, guys, two minutes on this huge deal? He said two quick minutes on this situation. And then we're going to get back to the and task at hand. Get back to the task. <laughs> what happened to blocking out the effing noise? <laughs> <laughs> he sort of set it up as, hey, sorry to inconvenience you with this huge thing. Trust me, we'll get rid of it right quick. Um, but man, that is that whole thing. I'm sitting here thinking right now. Pollock is pissed at the NBA over the China thing. Oh, he's I mean, got to really be. Guys, just, guys, uh, can we just get back to watching <laughs> LeBron highlights? Everybody, just shut up. Show me a Zion dunk, all right? Everybody, shut up. I mean, we're making a mountain out of a molehill. It's just a tweet. Who cares? It's not a big deal. There's not even that many people in China. I don't care if all the guys that play are pissed. Meanwhile, he's coaching the Jets. Now, what's interesting is Jets fans are going, "My God, this offensive line coach sucks." Bengals fans are 0-5. I'm being blanket statement guy, as usual. And the Bengals fans are going, God, we'd love to have Frank Pollock back. <laughs> I mean, our, we got a, a disaster here. When the truth is, it's bad offensive line play, and it's Luke Falk. You know what leads to bad offensive line coaching a lot of times is crappy offensive linemen. That's exactly right. That's it's hard to coach it. guys who suck. By the way, your new podcast should be called A Warm Blanket Statement. <laughs> Brought to you by the Bowman Blanket. Um so the Jets scored one offensive touchdown without Sam Darnold. <laughs> so Are you the, serious? That's three weeks, right? That's all. In his one game against Buffalo, he threw for 175 yards. Nine of those passes were behind the line of scrimmage. Wow. Which is a real strange thing to do. Probably but, too bell, right? The, I, I want to give him credit, though, yeah. because we didn't know at the time that Buffalo was going to be that good. I think everyone kind of had a feeling, hey, Buffalo might have to be a good defense. Buffalo stopped it. They did not throw the ball down the field that game. They couldn't do it. So everything right. was short, intermediate. When you look at what the Packers did last week, the cover, the secondary did a great job. Honestly, four catches for wide receivers last week. Yeah. I mean, generally you win if that's the case. It just, you know, the, we, we didn't there's hit enough the, Aaron Jones action last week. We didn't even hit this enough. Not only did the Cowboys turn the ball over instead of scoring a touchdown, that was a 37-yard return. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, here major, you go. Here's major a, reversal of momentum. The field. Here's the ball to 45, guys. Flip the field. We talked about turnovers in the middle of the field in that New Orleans game. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, so last week against the Eagles, the Jets allowed ten sacks in <laughs> uh, twelve hurries. So did you say ten sacks? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, so so again, if if this pass rush can't get it going against this offensive line, then we may be screwed. We may and have a pressure you, issue. Yeah. And if you can get pressure, you should be able to get pressure. You also should be able to get turnovers. A young quarterback returning from mono over the crappy offensive line on a crappy team. So, you should yeah. be able to feast. This, this is kind of interesting to me, Ben. Uh, KT brought this up. If you go back and look at it, K 
Cowboys got pressure early, just Aaron Rodgers wiggled out of everything and then farted magic. And that's kind of what Sam Darnold is best at. Sam, Sam Darnold's best trait right now in the NFL is not seeing the field, it's not his arm strength, it's none of that stuff. It's uh, off-schedule improv plays, yeah. getting out of the pocket or extending plays with his feet. And that Buffalo game that he played in, he made a while, it reminded me of Romo, he's rolling out to his left and he ends up throwing it all the way across the field to Le'Veon Bell for a touchdown. That is what he's best at. Now my question is, if he just started, started doing cardio 10 days ago, is he in shape to leave the pocket and run around? Doubtful. There should be no excuses for not getting four yeah. or five sacks this game. No, you're right. They should, they've should. they got to get him and they've got to finish the play. I would probably even just early on dial up blitzes just to just to get after him and see what he's capable of. Yeah, agreed. Um, now, they have weapons on the outside. Robbie Anderson is a good wide receiver. He's got 11 catches. As I said yesterday on the show, he would have 25 if Darnold was playing. Now, you guys remember his deal, right? I don't know. So, a um, couple years ago, he was driving 105 and a 45. And then he yeah, ran a couple red lights to try to get away from the cop. Cop ended up getting him. And uh, in the police report, the cop says this. <laughs> this is so wild. He said... He was arrested in the back of the cop car. The police report states that he told the officer he was going to find his wife and blank her. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. blind her with his science. Man, that's amazing. <laughs> he did say that? I mean, that was a little more uh, eloquent version of it. <laughs> right. What? Uh, uh, hold on. So he started graphically explaining. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. He went full Charles Haley to yeah. a police officer. Okay. He continued to make other verbal threats towards my family, is what the cop said. Based on his statements, it was clear that he wanted to sexually assault my wife. <laughs> oh, man. Why are you laughing at that? Yeah, yeah. Ben, Kevin, Kevin. He also bragged about Should how be. much money he has and what? said that I was trying to ruin his fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're yeah. back to Eddie Belfort if, territory. If, if, you, if, wild. You, if you do look closely, uh, and God bless uh, the people, the first responders out there who yes, protect sir. and serve the community, but if you really look closely – uh, at their badges, it says like in Roman, you know, it's like it says fun stopper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna rain on your parade here. Right, you were going 105 at a 45. <laughs> Sorry, and he was trying to rain. <laughs> Sorry on Sorry to wife. stop all the fun here. Now there's other people we'd like them to live. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna stop your fun, but reluctantly. We hate that we have to. Bro, you don't realize how good of a driver I am, though. Now they have one of the worst defensive coordinators in my estimation in league history, and Greg the Hammer Williams. Used to host a show with yeah. Richie on this station. Does he, like right. does he like the gig? Uh, I think he likes that job. Okay, he does. So you're saying he's an unreliable defensive coordinator? Uh, he's the guy who famously would take, in Cleveland, would take Jabril Peppers at free safety. And then on uh, first and ten, line Jabril up about 40 yards away where he's out of the screen. I was like, how is he going to stop a run play? He's way back there. Did he think it was a punt? 40 yards. And I, it, it, like, it, it really he did was return weird. punts at Michigan, It's right? like, here's the defense we're running. It's, here's a punt returner on first down. <laughs> Just in case the offense wants to fool you. Uh, <laughs> pull your string here. It's the old Steve Martin joke, but I like to punt on first down. <laughs> That's pretty good. And then, guys, we also have to talk about the running back coach. The running back coach... You guys have, have known about him for years. I, I actually didn't know until this week doing a little research on them that they had picked up the famous Jim Bob Cooter. Yes! Oh, wow. Jim Bob Cooter's back on his feet. That's huge. That's one of the famous Cooters. You remember his deal, right? Uh, he was the one that was a Detroit Lions uh, offensive coordinator. He was in a hairy situation one time, if I recall. Yes, he was. 
In 2009, he broke into a woman's apartment. Oh, what? <laughs> stripped down to his underwear and then climbed into bed with her. Are you sure this isn't Rosillo? It's a, it's a, I wrote that in my notes here. He went full Ryan Rosillo. Got hammered, broke into a residence, and took his clothes off Did, before passing out. They didn't know each other? She didn't know him. Hopped out of bed. He passed out. She called the cops. And there it is. Now you go try to find uh, official police reports and stuff on that. It appears that he's been taken care of, and a lot of that stuff has been expunged. Oh, really? So, so they woke him up. He knows where the bodies are buried. Let's put it that way. Okay. Because how do you get out of that situation? And that's after he had a DWR or whatever in college at Tennessee. I think but, it's just sort of expected, if your name is Jim Bob Cooter, that, that those sort of shenanigans are going to happen, right? Jim Bob Cooter's, I mean, like, it's amazing I mean, because you, you got a chance to do, do something with that name. I, I mean, you've it, been given a very brandable name. Yeah. Billy Bob Thornton did not waste Billy Bob Thornton. He's no, making the, the most of being named is, that. Look, all rappers now want Lil in their name. Yeah. I feel like if you just add Bob to the name you already have, like Ben Bob Rogers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeff Bob Wade. That's great. <laughs> K-Bob K- T. That'd be more of a country and western kind of thing, though. Kevin Bob Turner. Or if you take his last name Cooter and add it, I think that could work John as well. Bob Shipman. I thought, I just Bob. Ben I thought Bob. you were about to say Lil Cooter. I'm going to be Ben Bob Rogers from now on. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ben Bob Rogers. Hi, I'm Ben Bob Rogers. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a warrior. I mean, what like, about, it what sounds about, like a Texas Hammer type thing, you know? What about just no last name, though, just Ben Bob? Hey, have y'all met Ben Bob? <laughs> Keep your hands away from his mouth. He ain't eating yet. That's very baby Billy. Baby <laughs> Billy. Ben Bob's about Ben Bob's about to eat some meat. Just keep your hands away from Ben Bob. Oh, I do like Billy Bob. Billy Bob's hey, so classic. Stop running. Stop running through the living room with a pickle in your mouth. Come on, Ben Bob. Quit running with a pickle in your mouth. Oh, hell, Steve Bob. So, what is a red band trailer? Uh, you really don't know. You guys really I, don't. I know? don't know. No, never heard. So of it. on. Uh, when trailers started getting popular on YouTube, they would have a red band trailer, which was more like, I guess, R-rated. Like, oh. it was like more like you the, what you would see on TV, on television, the natural terrestrial television, you would see a 30-second or a minute-long trailer for a movie. The red band trailer shows you everything. It has cussing in it. Okay. Explicit. I would say So that's this. why with red band, it's like going a little deeper into We're, the... Uh, we're the home of the, of the Cowboys. <laughs> Listen, we're the, we're the home of the Cowboys. I mean, nobody's preparing better for each weekly game than you are with this Red Band trailer. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I would like to see you win some sort of an award. Can we just uh, give him an award right now from our show? I mean, I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I'd give him the, the Red Band Award. The Red Band Trailer <laughs> Award. You know what? I just, what if, would you guys be okay if they were called the Cowboy Bob? <laughs> like if. <laughs> to really capitalize on the momentum from this segment. Well, he's Skin Bob Wade. I'm Ben Bob Rogers. That's Kevin Bob Turner and Jonathan Bob Shipman. The trailer went, uh, by the way, the segment's already cut you off. Uh, the segment really went off the rails uh, about two months ago. I had bigger plans for the segment with more audio oh, production and clips from the past yeah, and things yeah, like that. Yeah. That became an issue. Sometimes think, you get uh, castrated. Wait, hold on. Your acceptance speech is you're saying it could be better? <laughs> yeah. That's the most KT thing yeah, ever. It's really good. <laughs> Leave them wanting more. That <laughs> is really so good, KT. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, my achievement wasn't that great. Uh, coming up next, motivational speeches at youth sporting events. Are they overplayed? We'll talk about that next on 105.3 The Fan. It's a Ben and Skin Show coming to you live from Pluckers in Dallas, having a good time out here. Hey, the uh, big news of the day, Errol Spence Jr. Uh, involved in a car accident late, late, late last night or early this morning. Flipped his white Ferrari end over end five times. He was not wearing a seatbelt. He was uh, he flew out of the vehicle, 
immediately taken to the hospital. He not life threatening injuries. Uh, and what we're hearing is that he broke his teeth. Crazy. So he broke his teeth. So he had a just a very bizarre situation. And uh, luckily he survived. And we are being told uh, it sounds like that uh, there could be a DWI investigation, but we don't know that for sure right now that there is any wrongdoing in any way. We just know that uh, the reporters that are covering the beat saying they are expecting a full investigation in that regard, which may not be good news for him. You can check that story out at 1053thefan.com. All right, before we get out of here from Pluckers, uh, and you still have a chance to win $1,000 just by listening. We could do it right now. Do it. No, I'm not going to do it right now. I'll do it in a couple minutes maybe or maybe not. Or maybe not. Uh, um, uh, we're all Tolos. We listen all day, every day to 105.3 The Fan. I was listening to uh, Sean and RJ this morning, really funny stuff. And this thing started going viral. It is a, a little kid at a peewee football game giving his teammates a pep talk. Now, I want, we're going to listen to this. I want you to think about whether, well, first of all, I want to say the morning show attacked it. Like they thought this is garbage. This, this cannot Sean as much. RJ Troy said was it, on board on board with this. RJ said he would have been humiliated if his kid gave this pep talk. <laughs> I think I think Roy said something like uh, he would have slapped his kid or so. I can't. I don't put words in his mouth. But they were very. Uh, they didn't like this at all. Here is a little kid at a pee wee game <laughs> trying to give his trying to give his teammates a pep talk. I want to see all of you do that because if you do that, you're to terminate it to the game. I'm not saying be what. What person be you, but also have passion. Be determined. Be this team. Be a maverick. And when we get on that field, let's show the Cisco Lobos how to be a maverick. Let's show them. Let's show that we can beat them on their home field. On our home field, we can beat them anywhere. We can go to New England, for goodness sake, play the snow and still beat them. Does he really think he's going to make it to the pros? All right, dude. You seriously, I'm not joking. Just listen to the things that are being said and the cadence with which it's being said. You could have told me that was actual audio of Tebow, and I would have believed it. <laughs> Tebow as a kid? No, just Tebow currently. Well, you, you could have tell told me that that was voice. Eh, it's pretty similar. Uh, you could have told me that was Tebow, and I would have believed. Well, it. in the latest Tebow uh, pep talk, he says that he doesn't believe in heart and determination and courage. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, well, let's take a listen. Here is a Tebow speech. Let's compare that to a T- Tebow speech. You step up and let one thing define you. That's your effort. That's how much you care. Because in this game, Alabama's better than you. But let me tell you one thing that you better that they better not be better at you then, and that's called heart. What? It's called courage, called how much you care. Everybody wants to talk about discipline and hard work and all these things. I don't believe in them. Because when you care about something, that's what makes you get up and work. That's what makes you have discipline. So in this game, don't flinch. Don't be scared of Alabama. Don't be scared of T-Town. Don't be scared of their titles. You walk into that stadium and you play with your brothers. You fight. And guess what? That's going to be enough because right now, I believe in being humble and understanding where your blessings come from. But in this game, it's about time you have some pride. You take some pride in the T because Peerless Price ain't coming back. Peyton Manning ain't, ain't coming back. T Martin ain't coming back. You need to have someone step up and have leadership and get the job done. Say it. It's about time you have pride in Tennessee. Let's Are go. You, wow. Ha! What did she want him to say? I don't oh, understand. No. I they think... needed to get her and Matt Barry off the air. Dude, <laughs> I think she just wanted it to end. 
<laughs> I think she was trying to let's wrap this thing up. What can we do? Say it. Over with. Say the end. Hey, say the say end. Here's Two words. Here's one thing that they better not be better at you then. <laughs> so seriously, which one is better? I think right. what that little kid did is better. Yeah, I do, I do too. That kid was better. Uh, you know, I was amazed. I've never heard a kid with that high pitch of voice take the initiative to do that. Like, I can't get my kids to care about anything more than they care about playing video games. Right. I couldn't see them. I mean, it's, right. like, it's like my kids could fail horrifically in sports or do the best that any kid has ever done. They'd be nonplussed. It's just yeah, that's an indication that that kid watches a lot of those uh, hard knock shows. And what's the one currently in Florida? <laughs> Instead of watching the Cartoon Network or whatever, he's watching that stuff. Because kids go out there and they just emulate what they see adults doing. So that's what his he's watching all that stuff with his dad. Or yeah. his, maybe his mom's a big football fan. And he's taking it all in and he's going out there. And he, it's the same thing as like the way. Uh, Kids will go out there and celebrate scores. Should they have that or Garrett? Uh, I'd rather have that kid. I'd take Let me that tell kid you one Tebow. thing that, you better, that they better not be better at you then. All right, that was the part in his motivational speech where you could tell his index cards were getting all mixed together. He was like, oh, my God, I'm looking at two index cards at once. Uh, Can you imagine Garrett's I, real quick, though? It's like, hey, we're going to play the Jets. Benny's not going to be there. It's an Elton John song. You guys love Elton John, right? <laughs> he was a great one. In case you don't know, popular piano player in the 70s. The 70s. That is not I motivational. Like I like that kid. I think that kid's got a lot of heart. I don't think that you kid, do. That kid is, uh, I bet his dad is a coach. He's heard his cat, his dad do that before, and he's emulating what his dad's done or his big brother's done. But a lot of heart from that kid. I'll take it. Hey, a lot of heart from Roy White, guys. Oh, yes, uh, Roy. Roy doing fine, fine work this morning. Roy went around our building yesterday, and since the Cowboys are playing the Jets, he was trying to get people to make jet sounds. And so while he's getting people to make jet sounds, he could make them do even more things. Now, this is just some first one. This is cut number 10 here. This is Roy White approaching a stranger in our parking garage and trying to get them to make jet sounds. So, look, we're playing the Jets this weekend, right? So every time the Cowboys get up for a game, right, we try to prepare them for the opponent that they're going to be facing, right? Uh -huh. So they're facing the Jets this weekend. So what I need from you, sir, is your best sound effect of what a jet sounds like. You know so how that, a jet sound? You know how a jet sound? <sighs> Hold on. Now do it in the microphone, though. You ready? <laughs> Come on, please. I haven't even asked for your name yet, so, like, you're totally anonymous right now. It's going to sound perfect. This is the acoustics of this beautiful parking garage where <laughs> No, you got to hold it longer than that. Okay, it takes okay. longer than that to okay. lift off. Come on. It's like, like... All right, now a little bit of turbulence. A little bit of turbulence. All right, now there's a baby on the jet. Right, and now the jet's landing. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that other Gwen, person in the ground? Oh, okay. Security guard in the background. All so right. Floyd's killing it, dude. That wasn't Floyd. Oh, that wasn't? This is Floyd. This is cut number 11. Hanging out here in the parking garage with my man, one of the security guards here at the building. What's your name, sir? Floyd. Floyd, thank you so much for taking the time, Floyd. Now, as I was telling the gentleman just a minute ago, we try to get the Cowboys prepared for their opponent every week by giving them some kind of semblance of what they're going to face, right? Facing the Giants this weekend. Fee, fi, fo, fum. 
Yeah. Well, they're facing the Jets this weekend. So what I need from you is your best impression of what a jet engine would sound like. A little bit longer, a little bit more powerful. <laughs> All right, now, uh, now give me a jet with some, uh, some missiles, some ballistics on it. explosion boom anything with a machine gun can you give me a jet with a machine gun <laughs> boom Floyd I think the Cowboys are gonna be ready after that man. Thanks a lot. all right that moment that's the safest our building has ever been <laughs> okay so uh, after this Roy decides to take it to the house where his wife Michelle Okay. He's sitting on the couch, and he cozies up to her, but listen to this interaction. Hey. You want to put the snacks down long enough to help me with a bit real quick? No. All right, hold on. Time, 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 time out, time out, time out. Listen to the way he started. He starts it by saying, you want to put the snacks down long enough to help me with something? I just picture her on the what? couch with a bucket of snacks. And it's just... She can't be distracted by anything Roy's got going. Honey, <laughs> put the snacks down for a minute. Uh, what is the over-under on this marriage after hearing that interaction? They're not going to make it another six months. Oh, he didn't edit that out. <laughs> he did not edit that out. He did not edit that out. He could have edited that out. All right, so... First, he's got to wrestle with her. Start that over, Shippy. Hey, honey, he's take gotta, it easy on the snacks. He's got to wrestle. He's got he's to work in his snack agenda. Uh, so let's start that over. Hey. You want to put the snacks down long enough to help me with a bit real quick? No, I'm eating my Kit Kat. Okay. Oh, well, look, so uh, the Cowboys Go play on. the Jets this week. She's so worried it's going to be something sexual. <laughs> She's so worried. He's going to stop the Kit Kat eating. For, oh, Keep it going. Hey. You want to put the snacks down long enough to help me with a bit real quick? No, I'm eating my Kit Kat. Okay. Well, what look, do you mean? Uh, the Cowboys play the Jets this week, and we do a bit where we try to do a sound effect of the opponent that they're facing. So what I need from you is your best jet engine sound. Can you do that for me? Oh, yeah, Kit Kat? Well, finish the Kit Kat. We'll okay. delete this part. Oh. You said we'll delete this part, okay. and then he didn't delete it. <laughs> okay, now kick it into hyperdrive. <laughs> All right, fasten seatbelt light just came on. And now the jet's entering stealth mode. What does stealth mean? Like invisibility, radar, detection, zero. Greatest role playing ever. Bingo. All right. So here. <laughs> so check this out. So Bingo. Then, uh, so then Troy decides to take it all and turn it into a Top Gun montage. Oh, man. <laughs> Boom! Boom! 
Cowboys are going to roll over the Jets yeah. now. With that 80s music and all that going on, it sounds like a, a tryout to be that cop in police squad or police yes. academy that makes yes. all the sound effects. Oh, oh, really so really good stuff. All right, coming up next, we'll find out what's up with the G-Bag Nation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 